Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of The Art of Volunteering. Today, I have a friend that I've known, oh, 20, about 18, 19 years, maybe, something like that. Uh, as a, a longtime friend of ours. Um, he mentored my, my children when they were in um, youth programming at our church, and he's just a wonderful resource. This is Troy Childress. He is currently a school counselor at Green Upstate High School, and that's in North Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, I didn't write that down. That's okay. It's one of the Carolinas. You're close enough. Uh, close enough, you know. A uh, little bit about Troy. After serving the Air Force, he began his career in youth ministries, where he spent over 20 years, both in paid and volunteering. From there, his calling continued into education, and he now serves the students and their families as a school counselor. So uh, welcome, Troy, and uh, thank you for being my guest. My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay. Uh, today, we're having a discussion about community service and volunteering, and um, like, why is it so important to prospective, well, to high school students as they're looking for their post-secondary education, whether it's a university, a two-year college, or even trade schools. They look at, you know, what are they doing with their time and how are they spending it? Um, and there's a lot of emphasis put on it. And I'll ask you a little bit about that. But can you just share from your experience, like, why is this so important? Why? Why? So I think from my experience, and I mean, from the military all the way into youth ministry, and even now um, in education, uh, it's always been an opportunity to give back. Um, from a young airman in the Air Force, we were always encouraged to get in the community. Um, from the Air Force, they use it as a uh, almost like a, um, uh, a recruitment technique or whatever it is where you're out there in your schools. I was a firefighter. So we had our firefighting um, programs that we did with in the school. We, we, we went around with the students. Uh, we talked about fire prevention. And so when we're in uniform and we're out there meeting and, and interacting with uh, the community, they, they they saw us in a different light, I guess you, you could say, than, than just being a normal military guy. Um, so we were able to to interact on a personal level. So from the military side of things, you know, that was that was our interaction just of, of giving back. Um, in the church world, uh, I, I, you said this earlier, um, churches wouldn't survive without volunteers. Um, so from, from my experience, I was even volunteering when I was in, in the military, going back doing church camps, um, you know, taking a week of vacation just to do a week of camp with, with students. Uh, for me, that part was, was just a fulfilling my passion of working with students. I enjoyed it. Uh, I get into paid ministry now, and um, I even volunteered when I was in youth ministry with, with FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Not paid to do that. I uh, did that outside of uh, church world. And then, uh, as you know, I found a way to infuse both of them at times. Um, it, it, I think from volunteering for me as an adult, um, it, it's we have our job. We have our nine to five, if you will, seven to three, or sometimes we work 12 hour shifts. Um, there's more, more to life than just the day in day out grind. Um, and if I can give back from a personal perspective, um, and help someone else in need, uh, most of the times we're volunteering, whether it's at a soup kitchen or whether it's at a camp or things like that, there are people that need to fill those roles. And a lot of those organizations rely on the volunteering side of things. Um, that's for me giving back to the, the, the community, if you will, there's the, it's not selfish, but it, it, it's always unique with, with how you feel. So you get a, a sense of gratification and satisfaction of, of knowing that I helped others. 
Um, there's a lot of lot of gratitude that people show. Um, you know, I, I used working at a soup kitchen. We would volunteer. We take the kids a lot of times to different places like that, and people just are, are thankful for people that want to help others. Um, and it feels good. It feels good to to know that people recognize yeah. that and appreciate that. Um, you know, even even on the youth side of things, uh, when I volunteered as an adult before I became in paid paid staff, those relationships that you build it with students. Um, and you get to walk with them in their lives. Uh, you do that over a course of years. Um, you develop those relationships. I, I have friends uh, on Facebook that were students that I volunteered with, as well as uh, the paid staff kind of thing. And um, you walk with them in life. So there's a lot of lot of that sense of satisfaction from that personal side of things. When I look at it from the school, so now as a school counselor, and I'm talking to students about their need to, to get involved. Um, I, I don't always spend as much on the college application side of things. I try to hit them on the personal side first. Um, yeah, we're, we're doing a college application and they wanna see your hours, you know, that you're, you're volunteering. But I try, to, I try to, to, to reel them in a little bit on that personal piece. Go volunteer at a soup kitchen. And that's the easy one. We use that always as a reference just because there's always, you got your Thanksgiving timeframe, you've got your Christmas timeframe, you've got some other times of the year where they need volunteers. It's an easy one to go on a Saturday. There are a lot of other um, avenues that we, we give them as far as volunteering, Boys and Girls Club, things like that. But I try to, I try to uh, hit home on that personal level of, of once they start doing it, they start feeling better about it. Um, and they enjoy it and, and they get that sense of satisfaction. Um, and I feel like if, if I just dangle the carrot of, hey, you need this for a college application, a student's going to go, they're going to do the hour here or there, and they're going to check the box and move on uh, and not really have the right heart or, or, or mindset when they're volunteering. The win-win for a lot of our students is colleges like to see that. They want to see that you're volunteering. Um, it, it, it hits on a different level, which I'll, I'll talk about in a second, but um, so if I can dangle the carrot of you're going to, you know, the, the personal sense of satisfaction and, and gratification you're going to get, as well as you're going to do that and you're going to meet uh, something that colleges want to see. It's a win win for the students as far as that's concerned. OK, I like that. Um, you've answered a lot of my questions. All right. I want to No, that's really good. I, I love it. Um, with volunteering, um, that they're in students are in high school, so they have schoolwork, they have extracurricular activities, they might have a job. Um, volunteering plays into that. How do you work with students to balance all that and find a happy medium? Because we don't want them stressed out and like I have to do this. And I would think from a college point of view, they want a well-rounded student. Mm -hmm. So how do you guide them? How do you talk to that? I had a freshman come in my office today, um, and it was it was it was pretty interesting. She sent me an email saying, hey, "Can we meet about my credits?" And I pulled her up. Um, I, I I had known her name and face. I'm still this is my first year at Green, so I'm still getting to my, know my students. But I realized that she's a freshman, and I, I was intrigued by this conversation. A freshman coming in already concerned about credits. Um, it was it was a really good conversation because we got to talk a little bit more about credits. She was asking about colleges and talking about um, the, the holistic approach that colleges are looking at, well, volunteering came up. Uh, and so a lot of our clubs, like um, National Honor Society, Beta Club, they have volunteering as, as a requirement for their, their club. And the idea, again, is 
okay, so we're going to be part of a club where our club is service oriented. And so we need to be serving within the community as part of being a part of this club. And so we got to talk a little bit about that. Um, she's very smart. Uh, not to say that kids who, who, who uh, um, volunteer have to be smart, but uh, she already got a 4.0 um, uh, GPA uh, as, as, as a freshman because she took started taking classes in seventh grade. Um, that's unweighted as opposed to weighted. So uh, she's a really bright student talking about AP classes this year and, and those kind of things. And so she was doing the checkbox. Okay, well, I know I need to do this. I know I need to do this. I know I need to do this. And volunteering was one of the things that she added to it. She started talking about getting a job, working eight to 10 hours a week and next year, cause she'll be 15. And so as she started listing off these things and, and in fact, when she was talking, she, she, she didn't even breathe. She was kind of like, you know, I'm talking, 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 and then, oh, and then she like finally got a breath. And I said, <laughs> that's a lot, isn't it? And she smiled and she's, yeah, it is. I said, so let's take a step back for a second, stop checking the box and let's look at things that we're passionate about because you can become overwhelmed. And I even asked her, I said, what's the priority on those, on the schedule? And, and she took a second to think about it and she kind of, oh, my grades. I said, I said, exactly. I said, so we can put a lot on our plate, um, but we need to make sure that school comes first and we find a way to balance all that. Um, you know, and, and I know uh, we put so much pressure or students or some someone in, in, in the mix is putting pressure on students to like stack the box on all the things that they're doing. All right. So take all the APs you can take, you know, take all the honors classes you can take. Uh, get a part-time job, play sports, be be involved in extracurricular activities, volunteer. Oh, um, maybe maybe you can you know help help out around the neighborhood. Or they, we just start checking all these things, and students become overwhelmed. And I I have them step back, and and look at so what are we passionate about? Mm -hmm. Don't do things just to check the box and say, well, I was a part of this club or I did that. Um, Granted, here again, we're looking at the holistic side of things, but a, a college, and this is just from my interaction with admission reps and, and those kind of things. So if you're involved in one or two clubs, uh, you, you're, you have an extra quick activities and you're volunteering on, on this, and they all kind of fit your passion and what, what your, your interest is, um, that's far more impactful in your college application than um, having 20,000 things that you're doing and, and, and your, your list is so long, but it's an hour here 30 minutes there, as opposed to I volunteer at Boys and Girls Club because I want to be a teacher and I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about working with students. So I spend five hours a week volunteering at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, and just having them prioritize those things so that they don't become overwhelmed because it's very easy to do that. There's some students who need to work. And I've had a lot of, lot of uh, reps talk about, you know, they can't always get the volunteer hours in because they need to work and they understand that part of it. And that's a priority as well, but still trying to find a way to, 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 to get involved and, and interact. So if they can only volunteer one hour a week, one hour every, every two weeks, but it's, it's um, uh, intentional and in what they're doing, uh, that stands out far more uh, than anything else. And that's based off of just the conversations we've had um, with, with reps and students and just making sure that they, they, uh, they understand the why and, and what they're doing. I like that. I wish I had had that uh, guidance when I was in school. Let me go. Do you see like the students who decide to be with the Boys and Girls Club because they want to be a teacher and they're they're you know aligning their time so everything's aligning up with their passions and their direction in life? Do you see the benefits of that 
beyond high school, beyond college, do you think they take something from that, that, that carries with them, like that spirit of giving back, like continuing that? Do you see that? So I do. And I'll use myself as an example. Um, In high school, we had an opportunity with church camp. So as a high school student, I could go back and volunteer for um, the younger age groups at camp, or even in church, you could volunteer in children's church or those kind of things. And even at um, Pasquick Bible Church, we had a lot of our students who went to camp as a volunteer um, of the summer of the weeks that they had younger kids. That's what started my whole journey into what I'm doing now as far as working with students. I didn't realize that. Uh, at 16 years old, for me, it was a fun week at camp working with students. I enjoyed it. I had friends that went to camp with me. Um, and so it, it just it was fun to me. And I enjoyed that whole time that I was doing that. I did it at, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 21. I'm still in the military going back. And here I am, you know, three or four years later, now stepping into a paid role as a youth pastor because of that journey that I took as a teenager working with students. So, um, yeah, I, I think for a lot of a lot of students, the volunteer piece as well. So for a lot of kids who don't know what they want to do, they don't want, mm-hmm. I mean, and at 16, 17, 18, at 25, you know, a lot of people still don't know what they want to do. So if they're volunteering, it's, it's, it gives them that touch point of, right. of, is this something I'm passionate about or not? Um, and many people tend to move forward with that and do it for, for years to come because they enjoy it. That doesn't mean that if someone volunteers with the Boys and Girls Club, that they're going to work with, with children the rest of their life. Right. But they might continue as an adult volunteering because of that passion and what, they, what they've enjoyed doing. And that drives their, their um, giving side of things, if you will. Okay. I do, um, just speaking of like not knowing what they want to do and, and volunteering for that, that is one, um, one thing they recommend for volunteers, even someone wanting to change jobs like later on in life, or they, um, uh, some of our you know, like l- young professionals want to move up and their, their res- build their resume, mm-hmm. they will look for volunteer opportunities in, uh, like they might be in finance, but they need to have fundraising experience, like the actual earning of it. So they volunteer, so they gain that real world experience that helps them for that next step, that next step in their career, whatever yep. that is. Yep. Uh, it, and it's also good. Um, I, I hear people who may have lost their job, like during the pandemic, they found ways to volunteer to uh, keep their skills up, mm-hmm. to give them purpose. Like there's so many things that come out of it and to instill that at a high school or even middle high age, yeah. it's so yeah. important. If you actually have even younger than that families who you use the example of the soup kitchen, like they go as a family. So they're learning at a very young age that we give back. We, we do this just because that's who we are. Um, it's such an example um, for the future. So, um, and I do see, what you were saying about aligning in their their passions uh that colleges want they're they're looking at that volunteering possibly from a point of what value is the student what are they going to bring to the life of the campus and um and like how do they look at the world how do they get involved um uh, we don't necessarily want someone who's like um so worn out because they've done everything. We'd rather have someone a little more focused, a little more um, open to 
uh, even diversity, trying different things. If you volunteered with um, the Paralympics or something like that, where you've you've opened yourself up to something beyond what you're what you may see at home or even in your school. So, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I'll even use your two boys as an example. I mean, they're both in careers now that they were volunteering in some of those aspects in high school. Um, I mean, you know, I know Xander was helping out in youth ministry with a lot of our media stuff uh, and, 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 you know, look at what they're doing. So, um, I'm, you know, those doors open up um, far beyond where we we think they're going to open up as far as that's concerned, which is really neat to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, All right. Let me ask you hopefully an easy question. Can you share a story of like an an impactful volunteer experience, something maybe you had as a volunteer or something you witnessed from one of your students during their experience? Does anything come to mind? Yes. So we took a group to Cincinnati um, many years ago from, from New Jersey. Um, and it was a mix of a conference as well as, um, a mission trip, if you will. Um, we were going within the local community and and doing, doing different things. So part of it was the boys and girls club. We were, we were there, um, hanging out with kids, uh, and, and doing a Bible study with them. Um, and just, uh, spending time with them playing games and, and, and those kind of things. And then, um, so we had, I think, three or four groups. So we had different different tasks that we did throughout the week. And so the students would either, either be at the Boys and Girls Club, or they would be uh, doing some work. So um, doing some construction stuff, or um, doing some, some food stuff at a food pantry. So they kind of rotated around. Um, the week, at, at the end of the week, for the students, uh, and you would think that just the... Um, like the volunteering with the kids would be the most impactful one. Um, And some of the students surprised me of, man, I I, I just, I had fun working with my hands and getting dirty and, 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 and building the fence and, and, and doing those kind of things, you know, from the food kit, food, uh, the the food bank, I think it was a food bank that we were working at from that side of it. You know, the, the kids talked about giving bags of food to people who were in need. Um, and, And at the end of that week, we, we talk about, how the week was, and I get the students to kind of share back. There was not one student that week that didn't have anything uh, impactful to say. Uh, I remember this trip very, very uh, distinctly because it was my first trip after Russell was born, and so I was not in the right, right state of mind. In fact, I, in fact, I was kind of uh, a little disconnected. Um, and we get to the end of the week, and everybody, everybody's teary-eyed. Um, everybody, you know, is just. They were touched by what we did that week. Um, and those students all stepped out of their comfort zone and learned um, of, of how important it is to step out of uh, the, the normal life that we, we live and give back a little bit. Um, so that's one of the ones I see pictures sometimes on Facebook. And, and it, it just kind of sparks a little, little, little piece of my heart of reminding me of, of, of that trip, which was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, was that the trip that had potatoes? Something they had to. Uh, was there a trip that they picked potatoes or sorted potatoes or something? Was that that one? Maybe. <laughs> I heard stories about something like that. I, I could be on the wrong trip. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that was it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Very good. All right. I have another question for you. Okay. 
can you share a blooper, something that didn't go right, but either you learned from it or the student learned from it, uh, just a, from a volunteer experience, like just anything? So I'm going to use myself as an example on this one. Um, uh, the other one was about the kids. This one was about me. Um, moved down to South Carolina and uh, years in youth ministry, um, I decide, okay, I'm going to jump back in and volunteer at a church. Um, and we go on a, a weekend um, retreat. And here I am, Mr. Youth Pastor. You know, I, I got years of experience and, and I'm great and I know what I'm doing. Um, it was the most humbling experience for myself, um, where, um, I, I was, I was, I was the outcast. Um, I, I, uh, I had adults didn't speak to me. Students didn't speak to me. I mean, I was a new guy. Um, it was, uh, disheartening at times, but, um, very discouraging as well. And, and I think for me, it was a huge learning experience. Uh, in fact, I called up uh, an old buddy of mine from from PBC. I'm not going to name his name, but um, just to just to say, hey, was I ever like this? You know, just because I've I've always been intentional, especially with volunteers, of making sure they get engaged. And here I am, the first time in a while where I'm the volunteer in youth ministry as opposed to the youth pastor, and 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 there was no engagement, there was no interaction, there was no trying to, you know, help, help out as far as being the new guy. Um, so for me, while on one hand, uh, my, it was a blow to my ego of like, oh my gosh, like, like I'm not cool anymore. Um, I mean, you know, I, I kind of <laughs> thinking about like, gosh, I'm the old guy or whatever. I mean, I wasn't the oldest guy there, but that's fine. Um, I'm not bitter about that. I promise you. <laughs> but I, I think it was the, the learning experience for me of, of, just reminding me of how intentional we need to be. So if I'm in a role where I have volunteers in or new people coming in or those kind of things, a reminder of make sure they're engaged, make sure, make sure you're, 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 if you're the leader of leading this, whatever the group is or whatever is happening, make sure that everybody feels accepted, feels like they're part of that group. Um, so while on one hand, and it, it took a couple of nights of, 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 of me uh, nurturing my ego to kind of step back and, and learn from that experience. But um, you know, I, I, there, there are going to be times, uh, where, and even now, I mean, times where I'm bringing people into the fold of, of doing different events, um, just making sure that everybody, everybody feels wanted, feels like they're needed and, and they're part of the group. Um, everybody has a role, uh, everybody has a role within, within whatever we're doing in the volunteer side of things or, you know, in the organization, but just making sure that everybody feels, um, heard, uh, and, and that they're a part of it. So. Um, that was, that was, that was a, a big, a big learning curve for me, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm better now because of it, because I think I, I have a newer sense of understanding of what it's like to be on the other side. Thank you for sharing that. That's very, very personal. I, I appreciate yeah, that. <laughs> my, I know my listeners are going to appreciate that too, because sometimes we learn more from our bloopers yeah. than we do when things go right. Yeah. So I appreciate the blooper uh, side of things because, you know, sometimes we say failures and people, people, you know, they lock into that, that negative uh, mindset, but I've learned more from the mistakes I've made or uh, the times that, that things didn't go the way that I thought they were going to go. Um, yeah. This was one of those big examples of it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. And, 
I came back. Uh, I think, I think, I think more impactful for me on that side of it than had it gone where I was a new guy and everybody loved me. I don't, I don't think I would have learned as much. So I got you. Well, I get, thank you for sharing that. Okay. Here's the part of my, um, of the interview where I invite you to love on, uh, your school, um, green upstate or your volunteering at your church or just your students and their volunteer path. Just, you just love on them. Cool. Yeah. So um, Green Upstate is, is, a, is a charter school um, in Malden, at Simpsonville, Malden area. Our area code is Simpsonville, but we live in Malden, which is the upstate of South Carolina. So the Greenville area, for those that aren't familiar with South Carolina, but it's the upstate side of things. We are, so the school was, was part of, uh, they had a middle school and a high school, and they were, they, were, they were combined together in the same building, and we split off. So we are a new school in the sense of we're our own school now. We've added more students in than we had before. We're very small, 200, 200, just under 260 students, um, which is, is, is new for me uh, because the former school I worked at, um, my caseload was 330 maybe or something like that um, as a school counselor. And so now the entire school is lower than my, my caseload before. Uh, even when I was at Tenafly, uh, it was right around the two, 200. Um, my caseload was right around where I was now. So actually, that's probably not, not a good reference. But um, it's it's a small school. Um, stepping into the school, it, it, it's um, it's been a, some growing pains. But at the same time, it's really cool to see our students come together. Um, I'm the new counselor. I have seniors that were working through transcripts and college applications and those kind of things. Um, the, the majority of the students have been very receptive. Um, and there's, there's some, some cool energy from the school about the excitement of where we're going. Um, I'm, I'm excited about uh, new building, a lot of, a lot of new things, uh, new sports. So, so from the school side of things, I think, I think we're, our journey is just beginning, but, um, the, the future is very bright on that end of it. We've got some amazing teachers, staff members that are excited about something, uh, new, um, and, you know, you jump on something new, the energy um, could be one way or the other. It could just be defeated. But but when you're on something new and everybody's excited uh, from the staff down, uh, I think that just kind of uh, encourages the entire organization as a whole. So I'm, I'm really pumped about that. Um, I've got 35 seniors this year. I'll have 55, I have 55 juniors. So our classes are kind of building from there. We're 130 freshmen, I think. So um, right around there, 125. So um, it's it the the future is 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 headed in the right direction. So I'm I'm excited about that. I think um, I think everybody else is excited. I must say excited about three or four more times, and maybe I'll get the point across with that. Okay, that's fine. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate your wisdom. I, I love the perspective, especially about the students needing to. Uh, Find out what's a, what aligns with their passions and their goals, as opposed to just doing everything. I, I that's my takeaway from this is just to be mindful of it. Um, for the parents listening, don't push your kids into everything. Yeah. <laughs> Help them choose. <laughs> um, choose choose what uh, matters most to them. All right, Troy. Thank you. I maybe there'll be another time I'll have you on to talk about something else. Anytime Appreciate you want. I'm happy. Yes. Thank you, Storm. All right. All right. Thank you to all my listeners. Uh, we'll be back uh, with another episode. Thank you.